Cristiano Ronaldo, la statata Maria, testa paletta e... Poi Pepene, gol a stapattire. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back and I just woke you up on a Monday morning. Maybe it's Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Get on the board because we are here and we are coming at you. Cup of Joe and Jimmy, it's been a while. It's been almost a year, minus 11 months. It's been one month since we have seen you. Actually, I've never seen any of your faces. I have no idea who any of our listeners are. We have no friends that listen. It's all strangers. Cup of Joe and Jimmy. Uh, I'm joined here by Jimmy Nugent. That's a very depressing little run you just had yeah. there. Jimmy. That's Jimmy Nugent, by the way, who's speaking now. He is my brother. Uh, my name is Joe. And Jimmy, how are how are you doing today? I'm doing good. It's good to be back. Yeah, it's good to have you back. You kind of went on a... We were, you were missing for a while. That's why we haven't been doing the show. No, Jimmy's it was not gone. my fault. It was not my fault. All right. I think it was a break we all needed. Yeah, we've kind of found ourselves a little bit. I really enjoyed my vacation to... Um, Bora Bora, and was able to relax with uh, my St. Bernice Mountain Dog, and it was, it was tranquil. Um, we're joined here by Luke Ebsmeyer, who is part of the show. We can't fit his name into the logo, because the logo looks great as is now. But, Luke, how are you doing? Doing well. How are you guys doing? Yeah, doing good. How are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're only back by uh, popular By demand, popular demand. Right? You guys... Uh, you guys showed up, guns to our heads, said, give us a podcast, because our Mondays are miserable. And we said, yeah, you know what? We, we, I looked around, I said, guys, are your Mondays miserable too? Got a couple nods, and I'm thinking, man, we, we got to put something out there. Mondays are tough ones. Mondays are tough, yeah. You're driving down the road, and you see that median, and you think about just swerving the car. No, right I don't think up. about that. <laughs> no, that's not. Maybe it's just me when you're dealing with I-4. But um, guys, we got a fun <laughs> show, a fun show for you. Uh, we will be talking World Cup. We actually opened up with a bit from uh, an announcer in one of the earlier games. I don't think you spoke one lick of Spanish in that whole thing. Yeah, no, it was uh, it was Portuguese. Um, oh, yep. But, yeah, so we're going to be talking World Cup. But before we talk World Cup, we will be talking NBA free agency because that's more exciting than most of the NBA season. Oh, and Luke just drilled <laughs> the mic. Um, so we'll be talking that, and we'll end the show with something fun, as we always do, you know? Uh, we're three guys who, who we think we're a lot funnier than we really are. So we like to end the show, uh, thinking we're funny, but, um, we'll do that and we'll start it off with what burns my biscuits. I have no idea who has it this week, but it should be fun. I've been talking a lot. Why don't you guys, uh, get some words in before we hit the intro music. Zip. Zap. Joe, uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. not the game. Gosh, uh. Improv, Sat Comedy you, Lab, um, Tuesday nights. Have you had any encounters with Roger from HR at your new gig? Um, let me tell you, there's a lot of Rogers from HR at my new gig, and you got to learn to deal with it. You know, you get a couple couple cups of coffee in you, and it kind of helps you deal with the um, the mundane conversations that the workday brings. Uh, I hear every small talk possible because I'm right by the water cooler. Oh, the yeah, office. the famous water cooler. You yeah. People think we're making that up, but no. Conversations I, happen there. I hear every conversation that it's with people who just see each other once a day, so they have a quick, quick little back and forth. One person pulls a joke, and it's okay. See you later, Bill. <laughs> That's it. Exactly. Oh nice man. Nice people, though. Well, man. you should you should be most prepared for that situation. I'm yeah. ready. I know every every possible uh, way that one of those conversations could go. All right, guys. Here we go. <laughs> go ahead. Grab your mug. Grab the pot. Pot's a little hot. Handle it carefully. Start pouring. Start pouring. 
Cup of Joe and Jimmy coming at you. I'm hungry. You know what I'm in the mood for? Some biscuits. Some biscuits. And here I am, getting them ready for Jimmy and Joe, cooking them up some biscuits before they go to work. Son of a biscuit, they're burned! Who burned them? I'm asking you guys right now, who burned my biscuits? So help me God. Am I supposed to say me? Yeah, yeah, you're supposed yeah. to <laughs> Luke is not feeling the improv today, um, but that's okay. But Luke, you burned my biscuits, and I'm wondering how. What caused you to zip? Do so zip! Luke, it's supposed to be zop. When he says zip, I say zap, you say zop. It's basic improv. All right. Um, but when Luke, Luke, what, uh, what burns your biscuits? Gosh. These biscuits are extra burned because this one's been they've been boiling up. Oh, it's just been sitting in you for a month, and you have not had a platform to get it out. And oh. now is your chance, Luke Ebsmeyer. Tell us, please. Cyanite burns the mess out of my biscuits. Cyanite, Luke. S i g n. Can you explain to us what cyanite is? Well, from my vantage point, it seems as if it's a. Um, Small part of a birthday celebration um, that... Usually the 21st. Not always the 21st, but mostly, yeah, I'd say. Um, but it it normally entails someone turning around um, with some inorganic, artificial reaction to a sign made by their friends. So what you're telling me is they know the sign is coming, but they act like they don't. Yes. And in the end, it's... It's just a sign. What is on this sign? I think it's just the person's favorite things or... Yeah, it's a clever way to put their name in it. Yeah. Um, I don't know a whole lot about them. The, t the things that I don't like about it is the inorganicness of it. and uh, Right, the fakeness. You can't, you can't turn your head and look at the sign and, and, and be disgusted with it, can you? I mean, is that allowed? No, not at all. Right. It, it's a piece of cardboard, too. It has their name on it. Huh. And you have to wear that clunky thing around the whole night. Oh, okay. Now well, I know what you guys are talking about. Yeah. Yep. The, the big necklace. Is, did you thing. not know what we were talking about? Until no, then? Oh. I didn't. I was because you guys have been talking about this is what you burns your biscuits. I'm kind of going along no, with it. Like, this, yeah, yeah. Too, but I, I had no clue. The sign that friends right. give the oh, girl that's their right birthday. Now. Golly. Yeah. So the one I made as a joke was Jimmy's burrito full twenty first. Actually. Oh, they always do like a play on words. Yeah. 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 Like Angelica's. It's. Terrific. I don't know, but yeah, yeah, no, but something, something that would have finished that sentence. Yeah, right. it feels like it's just one of those things that people do because Angelica, other sexy twenty first, exactly, and it would be like it would be like, like a shirtless man on it, right? This kind of op this kind of opens up a can of worms here. As, I all, would think. as all of our yeah. Well, I'm thinking too. of inorganic reactions, and first thing that comes to mind is proposals. 
And Wait, no, no, we got well, let's, well, stay, let's well, stay on this. Well, for a hang bit. on, hang on. It's it's definitely in the same. Right. What I'm saying is the classic. Here, okay. Here, I'm guys. You're listening on a podcast right now. You can't see me. I'm taking my left hand. I'll narrate your reaction. I'm taking my right hand. Oh, you're narrating it. And now, close Jimmy, them, what close are they doing? Them, close them. Joe's covering his mouth and nose with his hands yep, and making it look like he's crying. There's the tears. Every time. I mean, no does anyone normally react no, like that I've, on I've planet ne- Earth? I've probably never seen anyone do that reaction outside of a proposal or a sign night, to um, be honest. Um, Bill, you're getting a raise. <gasps> and here we go, cover tears. Um, or it's just, yeah, I don't know. I th- It's all staged. It's so, people just, they think, they lay in bed at night and think, what pose am I going to do in this moment? And how can I get the best picture to then post and then get likes. We live in a sick world. One of the things about the sign night, it's like, so yeah, please back to that. So let's say Jimmy, your sign night was coming up and uh, we had, we had you turn around or whatever. Like, how do you know when to turn around? I don't know. Anyways, they'll count down. Yeah. Okay. They count down apparently. And you turn around like, are you ex- like, so you're, you're Chipotle- my signs right in the corner. Actually, are you a Chipotle guy, right? <laughs> Yes, I'm a Chipotle oh, yeah, guy. I see it. So it are, like a are the people are the people about to see their sign assuming that Moses on it, and that's why they're so shocked? I'm more shocked. Yeah, what what causes <laughs> no, that's the the shock? Thing. Nothing, is that what you're asking? Yeah, there's nothing shocking about it. Because why would you be shocked about things that you like on it? Yeah, I don't know. You're shocked that your friends can, can yeah, be yeah, creative? Yeah, right, you're, you're, you're shocked that your friends know how to shop at Michael's. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, man. Yeah, and it wasn't on Daddy's card. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, but you know what? Now, I don't want to be just bashing uh, uh, women here. Do do men do this as well? Sign nights. Unfortunately, we we can't bring this to men. I've never seen uh, other than me as a. As a joke, I've never seen anyone do. But it. men, you are completely guilty of no. crying down the aisle as if we're gonna go along with fake reactions. Yeah. Are you so? Oh, wait, oh that's an. Oh, that, yeah, I yeah. think we've already yeah. talked about this. I know we have, but this—that's what I wanted to say. S- similar with, are you surprised that they shop at Michaels or whatever? Are you surprised your wife is walking down the aisle? <laughs> like no, you've yeah, been no. engaged for a year <laughs> and you weren't ready for that? Are you are you surprised the dress is white? Right, right. It's like, oh, oh my gosh, she looks beautiful. Like, were you expecting her to look horrendous? <laughs> Is that why we're crying? <laughs> You've had all that time to prepare for that moment. 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 And then you're shocked. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, she actually lost him down the aisle. Is, is, maybe it's the first time she's ever walked. That's different. And it can't be like, you know, time without her because you've seen her in the last, what, 12 hours? Oh, yeah. You, so? Yeah. I mean, and nowadays, you know, it's like people see each other the probably 10 minutes before. Wife's like, oh, honey, let's just see each other. And then he's like, oh, yeah, baby. But, uh, <laughs> but that's actual dialogue from an yeah. actual conversation. Yeah. But it's, um, yeah, no, that's, I mean, that's, a and, then if, and then artificial. like I've always said, if you don't smile, you are a psychopath apparently. And your people just think, you, wow, he is a, he's going to be a serial killer. If you don't cry, cry. Yeah. yeah you yeah. can smile. Yeah. You can, God, I would I hope you smile. smile. That would be terrifying. You're you would be a psychopath. Pissed off seeing your bride yeah. walk down the aisle. But the tears, man, the tears. And then the moment the wife's up there, tears wiped away. He's just focused in now with the what uh, the pastor's saying, or I mean, even if there's not a pastor, guys, I'm not, I'm not saying that. Yeah. Uh, priest, rabbi, judge, ra- judge. That's the way it should be. You know, go to a courthouse, wear your, wear a t-shirt and jeans and just get it done. Man. No crying there. He's, he, I guarantee you that always takes a lot. Oh, here we go. I guarantee always you comes back to, weddings. I guarantee you if he is at a courthouse 
he ain't crying. You're signing those papers, and there's no, no tears. No one watching. Because no one's there. Mm. Well done, Joe. But where that came from is no guys never do sign nights. Okay, okay. So that's they on you make women. a fool out of themselves when they're 21st and... Uh, and the, and go the, yeah, to a club and, and try and DJ. And then ice, uh, getting iced is oh now a thing. Oh, my goodness. Well, dude, Jimmy, we have many more Burns My Biscuits to come. We've got to move on, Why folks. Why do you have to get on your knee when you get iced? I know. We have got to move on, though. I know. I know. Okay. Um, and we will move on. But first, a word from our sponsors. And, guys, this next segment is brought to you by Magic Kingdom Parking. Huh. Parking, riding the tram, and riding the monorail into the park sounds fun when you get there. But when you're leaving and you have four kids crying and wanting to kill you, it's not as fun. Figure it out, Magic Kingdom. Magic Kingdom parking. I don't support that well, advertisement yeah. anyway. It's ridiculous. No, I, mean, I, I don't support I'm it. paying $25 to park and now I have to get on a tram just to get to a monorail, monorail just to get to the park. It's limited parking. If it was for free, everyone would just park there. Yeah, well, why not build the park right next to the uh, the parking lot? Because it sounds magical. Now it's a dis- it's distant away and you nothing don't see magical, the parking. Nothing you magical don't... About, t- about kids crying at the end of the day because now it's going to take them, once they leave the park, a half hour when to get to the car. When you're inside the park, you don't see the parking lot or people driving. It's just you in the in the park and that's magical. You don't have to deal with that. Do you think our listeners are aware that there is a third water park at Disney now? Oh, yeah. Third water park at Disney. Um, but he called Magnolia Golf Course. We played today, and I'll tell you what. There's a couple holes. My feet were in straight mud. And we thought, we thought the workers were bluffing when they said they were going to offer us a refund if we didn't like it after two holes because of how wet it was. And I'll tell you, after two holes, I was thinking about it. I mean, my shoes are, they are so muddy now, and I just have mud everywhere. Um, and it was everywhere, everywhere, Jimmy. And yeah, but third water we, park at Disney. We grinded. Today. Oh, big I grind. I thought I might be able to put together 7,000 but I didn't. Yeah, no. I came away victorious again, listeners, as you so often hear me do. Um, okay, we have got to move on. We are well into this podcast, and most people probably turn it off by now. <laughs> NBA free agency. Biggest news, obviously, LeBron James took his talents to, right? I hate how people say that. That's how they always start off LeBron James stuff. LeBron James is taking his talents to. I mean, he kind of brought that on himself. I mean, come on. All right. LeBron James is now a Los Angeles Laker. So there's a lot we could talk about, guys, with what's going on. I'm going to ask you, what is your personal, in your mind, the biggest storyline from free agency and why? What? What have you taken away from this free agency, and and uh, and why? I'll be short and quick. Demarcus Cousins further ruined the NBA. It was already ruined. It was already predetermined. The Warriors are going to win again. Demarcus Cousins absolutely sealed the deal with that. There's no need to watch the NBA next season. It is just it's just who's going to play for second once again, and it gets me so mad. So I'm not going to get far into it. Demarcus well, Cousins going. I, I, hang on. I kind of want to get a little a little into this. And I want you to tell me who, who did wrong in this situation. DeMarcus Cousins signed for $5 million. A DeMarcus Cousins who turned down one deal with the Pelicans and then was not offered by another team who is coming off injury and is trying to get a max contract. So what does him signing for $5 million on a championship team, what it, how is that wrong? It's just a weak move. Okay. He's a multiple-time <laughs> all-star. Go. He would have been signed by someone else, Joe, for at least $5 million. Don't, yeah. don't even At least $5 million. And he was by a team where he's going to win a ring. And then after the ring, Kevin Durant goes to the Knicks. Team just, uh, Clay Thompson leaves. And here you go. 
Demarcus Cousins, here's your max contract. Welcome to the squad. It's just, it's, it's just anti-competitive. It's not fun to watch. It's so boring. It's going to be another absolutely boring NBA season. That's and fine, but who? But they, they right, did you everything could, you, right. You can argue that, yeah, Demarcus Cousins just wants to play a championship and all that. I just, I, there needs to be a system in place where this isn't even allowed, where you can have a starting five that are all multiple time All Stars and two MVPs. That is, it's but, just so boring. But look, it's, but this is okay. All right. I hear you. I don't blame the Warriors at all. I mean, thank they, you. The G, like the GM, is a genius. Genius. I, I, I wish and I they wish done it the, the right way. Would have had that leadership these past few years. Take a look at the New York Yankees in uh, baseball. People well, this, hated yeah, them. I'm not because, talking anything bad about the Warrior. Oh, the Warriors I GM. Think we, I, no, no, you're. But I'm you, talking bad about Kevin Durant, and Demarcus Cousins. Okay, that's who I think's weak. I'm actually reluctant to call the Warriors GM genius at this point. Um, from my point of view, I don't really agree with this move for them. Um, he, he might not start. He might not play until January. Um, but it's $5 million. Who cares? Right, but my problem with it is the locker room aspect of it. I think there's a lot of big personalities in that locker room, a lot of opinionated guys. I thought that too, but and my my thought would be Draymond would have problems with him, but Draymond's the one who brought him on the team. Like he He's the one who was the main recruiter of DeMarcus Cousins. Yeah, I, I just think in the heat of the moment, it's I mean you can say that now, you know, come come join us, you know, come help us win another championship. But I think there's gonna be things along that come along this year that's gonna divide this team. I think I think the move was ultimately a little greedy for uh, for the Warriors. Um, I know Kevin Durant and Demarcus have had some issues in the past, so um, I think this is just I think this is actually the downfall of the Warriors. I think. Clay is he's going to leave next year um, after his expiring contract, and I don't know if Boogie will even be back next year. They may win, they may they may win the title this year, and that's they will okay. One hundred percent win the title this year. Okay, but if no one gets hurt, but here's the thing. I agree with Luke because this this was so unnecessary for the Warriors. I heard, I was reading something very comical that said, "Wow, this just shows how how scared the Warriors are of LeBron James." Um. Yeah, I don't think the Warriors are afraid of LeBron James at all, considering they have uh, beat him pretty handedly the past two years. The, the Warriors, LeBron James going to the Lakers, he acquired a bit of a better team than he had in Cleveland with much more room to grow and a much more healthy atmosphere to grow in. But the Warriors did not need DeMarcus Cousins to now, okay, we've got this secured. The Warriors already had it secured. And like my, I was saying, Jimmy, about the Warriors – is people used to hate the New York Yankees because they had all the money in the world and could buy whatever player they want. We think about the Warriors before Kevin Durant got there were the greatest story in basketball, the way they did it, and then Kevin Durant made a business decision on his part, wanted to go win a ring, did it, and so everything they've done, I don't know how you could ever illegalize it or anything because what they've done is they, they did it the right way, and so I don't really know about that, but yeah, I agree. I don't think this DeMarcus Cousins thing is really a big deal because... The Warriors, they were going to win it anyways, and I, I agree. I think after this year, honestly, I, the good person in me wants Kevin Durant to win a ring, go back to Oklahoma City. I think he's going to go somewhere like the Knicks, and I think you're going to start seeing the East get pretty powerful once they start building up. Klay Thompson's going to go somewhere, and yeah, so the Warriors' run's going to come to an end. We're going to have to sit through it for one more year, it seems. I don't think DeMarcus Cousins going to the Warriors, though, is the downfall of the Warriors. I think they were already going to have to end within the next one or two years, regardless of if they sign a $5 million DeMarcus Cousins or not. So right but now, why would, But why would those players want to leave? Max contracts, people want more money. I don't blame them other than DeMarcus Cousins, I guess. 
but they can get more money somewhere else. They've won their rings because apparently that's all ever, anyone ever cares about now. So well, think, when you're, when you're think, talking about the greatest of all time, everyone only talks about rings, so I don't know why people wouldn't care about it. I feel like that conversation is going to start shifting now. I think the Warriors kind of maybe possibly shifted that conversation with if that's what you're going to define who's the greatest of all time. Yeah, I think Clay, if he signs with the Warriors um, next offseason, will be forfeiting about $80 million um, for his uh, remaining time there. Um, what are some of your guys' thoughts on the Kawhi Leonard situation? I just feel like he's kind of a bum. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think well, just how he's how he's dealt with pop. I mean, obviously, I don't know the insides of any of it, but from every instance that I've heard of how pop deals with his players and how he is towards his players, he's just a class act. And so I feel like it's been More unfair you can say about how he deals with the media. Yeah, well, that's just well, apparently that's just yeah. pop. But I feel like he he deserved. Uh, that pop deserved a lot more respect than Kawhi gave him this past season. I mean, he obviously he's free to do whatever he wants. If he wants to be traded, he doesn't want to play for them, and so be it. But I think he could be a lot more mature and a lot more of just a decent human being through the situation to the Spurs, who have done nothing but help him out and towards Pop. Well, here's the deal. The Spurs, they have to trade him. Like, they, I what did, what in the world did they, some crazy offer they made with the Lakers when the Lakers were trying to get them, like, the Spurs were asking for everything, basically. The Spurs think that they have power in this situation, which they don't at all. Every team in the league knows how desperate they are, where they need to get rid of this guy and get something for him. Otherwise, they get nothing for him. So right now, the Spurs, they I don't know what they're thinking when they're going out on this market, and they are just asking for everything and anything for Kawhi Leonard when teams are like, eh, nah, that's okay. We'll, uh, we'll wait a year, and then we'll just buy him out. So... I don't know. They need to get rid of them, but they're not doing it the right way. Um, and then if I'm a team that either I have enough cap space, not cap space, but I have enough where I can make some trades where we need a guy now to win, it makes sense to get Kawhi. It doesn't make sense for teams that are trying to rebuild because you're only getting him for a year, and then he's going to go to, I mean, there's talks of LA, and I, yeah, those kind of teams. But yeah, every day that passes, I think the Spurs lose leverage in that situation. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, one of the things that I don't – I understand about the NBA, but I don't like about it, but I do like about the NFL is, like, it seems anytime there is a disagreement or someone's not getting along, there's a there's a trade demanded. Yeah. Um, you don't, I think you can count on one hand in the last five or so years where an NFL player has, you know, demanded a trade. Um, I think in the NFL you're forced – I mean, you're obviously forcing your contract, but you're – don't have much mobility so i think guys are guys are are forced to play with guys that they might not agree with but they grow to respect and play hard for whereas in the nba if i mean if you don't like a guy on your team it i mean you can demand a trade and go anywhere which i don't, I don't really like shout out Kyrie, you ruined it Kyrie. um yeah uh i'd be interested if any of you guys have any thoughts on what the or our hometown team, the Orlando Magic, the moves that they've made, this free agency along with the draft picks, are you happy, sad? Not sad if you're not really a fan, but do you think these are positive moves they've been making? Uh, I'm thinking. I mean, most notably, I'm thinking of is the the draft, the drafting of Mo Bamba, and then the free agency acquisition of what was the big free agency trade? What was the big trade today? I wouldn't call it big. Well, yeah, I mean, the one, yeah. We got rid of um, 
Bismack, Bismack Biombo, yeah. Um, and we got Timothy Mozgov and Jerry and Grant in return. Yeah, which we were talking, I think it was it was, it was good that they got rid of Biombo and that awful contract, but the the Mozgov bringing him on, that doesn't make much sense. Yeah, we're we're kind of we're really deep at center right now, which yeah. is not a good problem to have, I would say. Right. Um, especially when we're lacking so much at point guard. Yeah. Um, I'm okay with the Mo Bamba pick. I think I'm okay with a team. Yeah. Man, um, we're going to be good at defense. <laughs> I'm okay with a team saying, hey, we probably want another guy, but we didn't expect this guy to be here, so let's just take him. Yeah, um, right. If there's any uh, Heat fans out there, I'll just give you the list of good things that happened this offseason. Okay. What else do you guys have to say? Well, I heard they could be in talks for Mello. If that, if that that's that would, a negative. It would sell some tickets. That's all that they seem to be worried about now. It seems like Melo is is going to play with a friend next year. I mean, yeah. Why why wouldn't he? Whether it's LeBron, Chris Paul, like, or D Wade, it's why would Carmelo Anthony, who it, I mean, is one of the best players still in the NBA, but at the, in his prime was just like unreal. Like, why would he waste his time playing some small little basketball? I mean, he wasted his time in New York. Oh, yeah, but he was the best player on the Knicks. He was just begging for, and he loved his hometown. He was just needed help and never got it. Um, yeah, and then uh, Paul George re-signing Oklahoma City Thunder. They Paul George went there thinking he was he was just going to be one in, one year and done, but he really enjoyed playing with Westbrook. Should have went to the Lakers. Um, yeah, I see, I don't think so. I don't think Paul George and... He Le- wanted to go to the Lakers. Well, I know, but I, I was just saying, I just, it's kind of weird with LeBron James... It's very specific. Like LeBron and Harden, they would not play well together. I don't think they both love taking the ball up. They both love demanding the ball. But now, actually, LeBron and Paul George, yeah, I could definitely see that more than like a LeBron and Harden deal. And then I, I sensed a little fear in Paul George of being scapegoated in a in a situation in LA where you know LeBron's going to play really well. He's going to get you open looks. Right. But, yeah. but if you know in a situation where Paul George doesn't particularly play well, he's probably going to get most of the blame. Could be. Yeah. So back in OKC, you know, he kind of do his thing, get his money, and uh, I don't think they're going to get a ring there, yeah. but that's okay. Yeah, they'll make the playoffs. It'll be exciting. No one's getting a ring other than the Warriors. Um. All right, well, we'll stay on top of free agency as, I mean, throughout the offseason, these storylines will still be storylines, uh, so we'll stay on top of that. But let's go into the biggest news that's been happening in the world, and that is the World Cup. And, um, but, um... Sponsor coming inbound. Can I can Luke? Can you put it in front of me? I can't read that. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> uh, I can't even read this guy's handwriting. Jimmy, can you read that? This next segment's brought to you by the U.S. Men's National Soccer Team. I hope you're enjoying the World Cup from your house. You disappointed us all. Thank you. What a what, what company sent us that? I don't know. I we've just. I don't think there's been any company for a while now. It's just been coming in the mail, and they offer strange amounts of money and currencies we're not very familiar with. Sounds good to me. Um, sorry, guys. That was just uh, my Swahili friend telling us about the World Cup. Uh, World Cup. <laughs> guys, Jimmy, with the ad, reminded me of this. I I was pretty down about the U.S. not being in the World Cup. I remember how much fun it was to watch um, – Four years ago, but not four years ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. Every, every four years, every it's like it's like the it's like every four years we just get disappointed in a different way. This right. one was that they're not in the World Cup. Right. As I was saying, um, 
it's been fun. It's been a very exciting World Cup, and I chose to cheer for Japan because that was the country I've spent in second longest compared to the United States, which isn't saying much. But yeah, so I chose to cheer Japan, and they made a run and almost had a huge upset against Belgium. So that was exciting. It was fun to get into those games and um, watch them when I wasn't supposed to be at work. And and now we have reached the semifinals. Uh, and Luke, can you uh, go ahead and fill us in on who is left? Yeah, on the uh, tougher side of the bracket, we ended up with Belgium playing France. Um, that'll be Tuesday afternoon. And then we have surprise team Croatia going up against the three Lions in England on uh, Wednesday afternoon. Yep. And so I have a question. Has yeah. uh, Luka Modric, 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 is that how you say it? Yeah, Modric, 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 Modric. Has he ever smiled while on the field playing in a game? No, but then after the game, he was screaming like a raptor, yeah. and I was very afraid he was going to jump into the stands and start eating people yeah, and he re- tearing out their jugulars. It, it reminded me of those, those... Frightening man. It reminded me of those two little wrestlers that Nacho Libre went against in that one of his first ever uh, fights. You remember that? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Like where they start biting off his hair. Right. Uh, that's what that scream reminded me of. It was very startling. Right. Heck of but a player, though. It's very good intimidating factor for Croatia. Yeah. And so Croatia did beat Russia, and Russia was that hometown team that wasn't really supposed to even be in that spot in the first place. Russia blew it. Um, yeah, they 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 were up one nil, and then I'm talking I'm talking about the penalty kicks. Oh, with the PKs. The yeah. first PK was awful. It was like I'm not gonna try and say their names. Man, I don't even know if you can blow it in PKs. It's just like what he, he happens just happens. Shipped it down the middle though, and then one guy completely missed. It's like at least just put it on the net. Yeah. See, if I'm on PKs now, I never played soccer, <laughs> but I'm thinking on the PKs like in the on a PK in the game, like if there's a penalty that happens in the box and you get the one kick, I feel like they always go up the middle. So I'm goalie. I'm standing up the middle. Now in the at the end of the game or in, after extra time and the game's still tied, you go into PKs. That's a whole different ball game. That I think relies much more on the people kicking than the goalie. But if I'm the goalie in like the game, I feel like it's always just up the middle. Like I would just stay there, and then yeah, I, I don't know how they do it, but there's a couple shanks. Easiest is if you're righty to kick it right, lefty to kick it left, because all you just do is push it. But, but a couple of the guys, guys are really good, and they are like, everything is pointing like they're like a righty. Everything is pointing like he's going right, and then he just hits a nice hook right in the left. They need to make the FIFA video games are, have harder PKs <laughs> than... Oh, like yeah, the FIFA. Yeah, I mean, it's so hard it, to just get it It's so hard to save it. No, it's so hard like, to save a PK on... The no, FIFA the new game. one, it's like the three meters, and I'm just launching things into the stands. Yeah. I tell you what, you can tell when a guy is nervous walking up to the ball in PKs. Yeah. I mean, there's there's guys that are not very confident in their PK ability. Yeah, they just drip, they just roll it. My junior year, the only year I ever played soccer, it was a big game, and we went to PKs, and I think it was in districts. And um, my coach was trying to find people to do PKs. He goes, Jimmy, you're in. Do it. I said, I Honestly, I looked back at this, and I was like, man, this was weak by This was weak by me. But I said, I was like, I don't – think i can coach i i told him no no i said no your coach trusted you the thing is no thing is though i knew i wasn't the best available on the team i was so shocked i want it i was so i want to be in that moment i look i look back i'm like man that was just not a very that wasn't a competitor spirit right there but i told him no i was like coach that's i don't think i'm good enough for that and i wasn't i know i'd only ever practiced pks once 
But I look back on it, it was weak. Think about it this way. Whoever, whatever goalkeeper you're going up against, most likely they're working some nine-to-five job right now. They're just like you. No, but listen, right? like I probably would have duffed that kick. I was not a good striker. I had one good strike in one practice early in the season, and coach automatically put me in as striker, and I played against, uh, what was our first game, Lake Highland, and I just got destroyed. When and I but, and so field. what if you duffed it? I then I duff a PK and the whole team. I I'm guess dis- what? I disappoint no, the whole team. You're sitting here now. No one even remembers it. Like, everyone, wait, everyone thinks wait, about what game. Everyone thinks about every game every day of their lives. Yeah, that would have been a good story for the podcast. Yeah. Um, okay. Think, yeah. Who do we think? Who do we think's getting? Who's? Who do we think's coming? Going to make it to the championship? And and who's going to win it all? And why? I think that England's going to win it all, and I have no facts to back that up. Okay. I can give you some facts on England. England is the team I decided to pull for this year um, and the U.S. men's national team's absence. There's some relation in the United States, so I understand. Um, In my lifetime, England has been not very good at World Cups. Um, Their rosters have been set up um, with a bunch of superstars that don't really care about the national team. Um, I don't think David Beckham or Steven Gerrard... um, did very well at World Cups. Um, I think they were just kind of... Rooney. Think, yeah, and Wayne Rooney. He didn't ever really do well in a World Cup. Um, they made their money. They were kind of just there to be there. I don't think they ever had good management. But this World Cup cycle is a lot different. They have a former player manager, um, Gareth South, Southgate, I think is his last name. Hmm. Um, he actually missed a PK back in the 1992 World Cup when they played West Germany to uh, clinch a loss. Hmm. But he has prepared his team for this. That would have been me. For this tournament, um, they spent a lot of emphasis on, on PKs, um, so their guys were confident going into any um, extra time PKs that they would uh, be taking. But um, with the ro- the dynamic of the roster this this year is a bunch of guys that uh, really enjoy playing international football. Um, they're young. They're enthused. Um, they play well together. So it's just been really fun for me to watch because um, it's, it's just such a big change from what they used to be. Guys like um, Harry Kane, Deli Ali, um, Jordan Pickerson, their goalie. Um, these guys are 25 and under, and um, it's just it's just been fun to watch. They they play so well together, and I'm excited to see what they can do. Yeah, I like Harry Kane's name. And yeah, okay. I'm um I'm going France. And for one, I've watched more France in this World Cup than I have of England, so that's just I I'm just going off what I know. A lot of them are during work. So are you saying you're watching these while you're at work? That is correct. Absolutely. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's on everywhere in the office, break room, I mean everywhere you go has it on. So um but yeah, with uh with uh what's their face? France, uh, Griezmann, and in Pogba, Pogba and Mbappe, in Mbappe. He's nineteen year old, nineteen Yo. years old. Everybody, uh, it's unbelievable. That's the thing with France is they are young, but they're ready to win now, which is frightening. I'll tell you, to have both of rather, those things. See, I, I was worried that they'd rather win later. <laughs> I'm saying you can be young, but not ready to win. You can be young and uber talented, but you're just you're not. Your team's not ready to win yet. France is very young, and but they're like. But this is our squad that we can win now. A team that was young and not ready to win now, uh, I guess it's in the past now, 2014 World Cup, Belgium, who the United yeah. States lost to. They were super young, very talented. 
I think and and look at them now. And look at them now. They right. are ready to win now. A interesting team... interesting storyline from from Belgium yeah. is one of their assistant coaches, Thierry Henry, is a French legend. Oh. And he's going to be coaching against his, oh. uh, his national team. So wow. that's exciting. I'm a fan of Hazard. I like him. He's a good player. Yeah. I'm glad I'm glad uh, you're a fan. I have, yeah. Yes. <laughs> a team that is old and not ready to win would it was Argentina. And that uh or Spain. that showed big time against that France team. Um Yeah. So so we have England, Luke's going England, I'm going France, and Jimmy, you are going England. Mm-hmm. Uh We'll see what happens. When are the are these games being played? Wednesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Tuesday, Wednesday. This is when they start dragging it out a little bit. Well, no, this is a shorter break than it was before the quarterfinals, was it not? Yeah, and so one thing to look for: Croatia has now played two back to back, hundred and twenty minute games. Yeah, they wow, they were just they dead gassed. after that Russia game. Um, I look for England to, but it's also three days rest. I mean, you, you'll recover after three days. Croatia, what is there an update on the on the goalie? Is he doing? I mean, I know he had that. It was hammy. so confusing. He pulled his hand. He was down the ground like he couldn't move, and then he yeah. So usually with soccer players, amazing when I see him go the rest down, of the game. Yeah. I'm like, oh, they're fine. But he was actually looked like he was in yeah. quite a bit of pain. But like normally when you pull a hammy, it's like you're done for at least that game. But he was just getting up, walking, he'd be fine. Like it well, was he definitely not, did, yeah. Not he, when you have magic spray, Jimmy. That's oh, true. That spray. What is in that spray? Gotta know. And they're like, I'm pretty sure I saw at one point they this guy took out like a little white bottle of pills and offered it to him, and he like said no. Yeah, there's <laughs> there's just weird there stuff. stuff that, yeah. They're dealing things out there. And it's a, yeah, another national, country. It's just the rules are different. Well, I give them kudos. National television, and no one has any idea. Yeah, and soccer's kind of weird like that too. Even just rules in general. Like, I feel like, like for example, when a player's injured, they just kind of start whenever, and like the guys yeah, kind of it, near kick him, it around out of bounds. It's like I don't really think that went out of bounds. Play on, says the referee. Like the whole thing is just kind of just winging it, and it's why it's a fun sport to watch. Um. Yeah, like they'll they'll put that spray foam in front of the ball that they, and then the, the player will just move the yeah, ball. Yeah, move it right in front of it. Yeah. Um, love it. If, if we if we do a podcast before the World Cup's over, we'll talk about it more. But if we don't, even if we do a podcast a, a year from now, we'll talk about the results of this World Cup. Um, <laughs> Fun fact: it, the next World Cup, which is in Qatar, will be in the fall in November. No kidding. Really? Why? So uh, I think that's going to be a little overlap with football. So. Yeah, Why would they be... do that? It's always in the summer, right? Well, I think in Qatar in the summer, it's, it's uh, 110. Then how you about want to this? talk about burning your biscuits? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just desert. Getting... How, about, how about this idea? Burn then? raw. Don't have it in Qatar. Yeah, well, good news. In eight years, it'll be back home, North America, Mexico, well, only USA, way, Only way USA gets in, too. We'll take it. Look at Russia. Another thing about that, I'm actually pretty... I, I was disappointed that USA didn't make it in the tournament, but looking back now, I... I don't think we would have beaten many teams. I think I, no, I think we, we would make it out of Group of Sixteen. I We're think terrible. We, we could have been the worst team. I there. think I think or, I'll name. I'm, sorry, Group of I'll name a few Pool teams play. that I think Japan would have wrecked J- the USA, and that's saying something. Japan is better than us. Yep. Senegal is better than Senegal, us. Senegal, oh f- yes, yeah, Senegal had a decent team this year. They were fast. I think Nigeria fast, might have been tall. better. They were this, fast and long. They were really tall. Nigeria. Um, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. It would have been quite embarrassing. We would have had all this hype and then just never gotten out of the group. Okay. We are going to finish off this podcast with a segment. A segment I am not sure. Yeah. Not sure what it is. Um, we could do sports trivia. We could do water cooler talk. We could do tell an embarrassing story. We could, uh, we, could, we could call a few people. We could call a few people. We could make out. 
we could make out. Um, well, we did that the past four weeks. That wouldn't be a good radio. <laughs> yeah, no true. one will see. Um, we could uh, we could talk like we're uh, on a late night uh, coffee edition show. <laughs> you guys want to give us like a life update while we're thinking? You know, like what's going life on? Update. What we've what been uh, up to? Yeah, I mean, uh, I got a job. I'm working. Uh, Taking classes at Comedy Lab. Uh, I'm, uh, you know, I'm still uh, enjoying the usual food and beverage. Uh, <laughs> I still enjoy going to theme parks and playing golf. Uh, that's about it. And uh, Jimmy here, uh, Jimmy's working at the cruise lines. Um, he's, uh, yeah, he's a Disney member, Disney uh, worker now, doing a great job there. He's doing uh, improv classes along with me, and he still enjoys uh, golf, and he enjoys the occasional Sam Adams on a hot <laughs> summer day. Uh, Jimmy's a good guy. Y'all should give him a follow, keep track of his life to life. And, uh, <laughs> and Luke here, well, uh, I'll tell you, Luke, he, uh, he's still, he's getting right gearing up for the football season as he's going to coach them boys up, them boys of, uh, boys of summer. But now it's fall and it's time to hit the pads. Boys of summer's baseball. Yeah, so, uh, Luke's going to be doing that. He's, uh, he's going to be a little coaching. And, uh, he actually just went up to Nebraska where old, uh, Scott Frost is and, uh, going to learn from the big boys and learn what it takes maybe to, uh, I'll be a collegiate coach of himself one day, and uh, Luke enjoys uh, golf as well. Uh, he enjoys all sports, and uh, he enjoys the occasional spiked Donald Palmer. Yeah, those are kind of our life updates. Um, Luke is just scrolling through contacts looking for somebody to call. I don't think that's going to work. Um, okay. Any does, Are there any new contacts that you guys have put in your phone? The past couple weeks? Other than new work people who would not <laughs> find it funny if I called them. And honestly, if they were listening to this podcast, would be shocked because I don't talk this much in the office. Um, I, I honestly feel like the people at my work would be astounded to hear I have a podcast. I have my cubicle just in the corner. And I get there and I do my work. But but I'm not, I'm not the jokester in, in the office. You know what? We're going to finish with a little with a little trivia amongst ourselves. I'm going to come up with a little set of questions to ask you two, and we're going to wrap this show up. Stay tuned. Okay. Um, so, so this is so this is how this is how how it works. I'm going to ask each of you three and we see who does best, who's smarter, who has bragging rights for the rest of the world. These are pretty uh basic trivia that you guys should get right. So, um, we'll see what you got. Uh, Jimmy, you are up first. Okay. How long did the Hundreds Year War last? Um, does anyone know this? Uh, well, let's I, say... It's kind of in the name. Let's say... Eight years. <laughs> eight years. Okay, okay. The answer is 116, Jimmy. The Hundred Years War lasted a little longer than eight years. My God! Okay, Jimmy 0 for 1. Luke, we are coming at you. Luke, some months have 31 days, while others have 30. How many months have 28? I want to answer it after Luke 
gets it wrong. You want the real answer? I want what you think. How how many how many months have twenty eight days? Twelve out of twelve months. Bingo! Nice one, Luke. Oh, Jimmy's looking here, kind of like, Ooh. wait, what? Whoa, are we serious, Jimmy? How many months have twenty eight days? Oh, uh, you're saying at least twenty eight? I never said at least. I'm just saying how many months have twenty eight days? God. Ah, Jimmy thought he was coming over here, smart guy. Ooh, February. Yeah. <laughs> you can feel that in your frontal lobe going. Yeah. There's some activity, and then you're like, eh. right, right. Yeah. You you gear it back. Luke is one for one. Jimmy, we're coming back at you. Man, that was. I don't, I'm not thinking outside the box right now. All right, Jimmy, I need you to do this for me. Say the word silk five times. <laughs> silk, 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 silk. Spell silk. silk. S-I-L-K. What do cows drink? Water. <laughs> That's right. You're, you want yeah. me to say milk. You would have you got me on that one. Yeah. I, Darn it! <laughs> I've done the, the spoon one, so. Or fork. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. What do you what do you eat? Uh... Like, say, Luke, say fork five times. Okay, he's obviously going to yeah, get it now because he's thinking. Darn it, you're right. Yeah. And it's fort is what you do. Okay. But yeah, I was ready for that. I I just seen it on the episode of The Office. So ah, darn. Yeah. All right, Jimmy, one for two. Luke, one for one. Let's see if we can go two for two. Do you think we can get one of our listeners with the, uh, one of these? I feel like I was really a buzzkill on that one. I really wanted. I want. I wanted you to have that, Luke. How many birthdays does a thirty-year-old have? One. Yes. I don't like that. That's not. Jimmy didn't like, know that. But like, if that's it, he said thirty birthdays. He's only got one. <laughs> you know <what> <laughs> you're celebrating a birthday every year, but you've had one. right, right. Yeah, you're celebrating that anniversary of the day. And that's such a weird concept, though. Why do we celebrate the day someone was born? Yeah, you gotta celebrate life. It's too short. All right, hey, Jimmy. make sure to get your sign night. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jimmy. You. This is a must make because Luke's two for two. You're one for two. You have to get this right. Feels like a penalty shootout. I'm gonna chip this one right down the middle into the goalie's gut. Jimmy. If a yellow house is made of yellow walls and a green house is made of green walls and a blue house is made of blue walls and a white house is made of white walls, then a green house is made of what? I'm so. I messed up the green question. walls. No, no. What's he supposed to say? Do it again. Okay. <laughs> if a yellow house is made of yellow walls and a green house is made of green walls and a blue house is made of blue walls and a white house is made of white walls and a red green house is made of what? Red walls. Have you ever seen a greenhouse with red walls? Nope, all glass. Otherwise, it's not a greenhouse. Red. It's a greenhouse. That's all that matters. Oh, I hate this game. <laughs> you know what? I think, I think we're going to call someone. Okay, here. Luke, you have one more question. <laughs> no, okay. Luke's already won. I, won. I know. I just want to see if you go three for three. Okay. In Texas, can you marry your widow's sister? <laughs> His it's head a thing down. Take time to think about. I'm always on the clock with that stupid red greenhouse. In Texas, can you marry your widow? Is it? I don't. Is that that's? Is that incestual? 
like the context of that question is that incestual i don't think so no it's not incestual no it's just your widow's sister your widow's sister yeah that's fine like it's allowed i don't know i don't know it's pretty hard to get married when you're dead yeah i knew that if it's your widow you're dead yeah and just like that you're done yeah. Uh, right, right, yeah. Yeah. Tough, tough ones to end on. All right. Luke, who do you got there? Uh, I'm going to call Christian Fleming. Christian Fleming, okay. Uh, we have not gonna, called him yet. He's going to okay. hate this. All righty. Um, go ahead, give him a call. We will close out the show. Thanks, guys, for listening. Follow us on a cup of uh, Joe and Jimmy on Twitter. His brother just got a cup of Jay last Jay. night, so mm-hmm. he might not answer. We're going to try and be back as soon as we can. Yeah, it's not going to be weekly, but... Uh... Hello? How we doing? Christian Fleming. What's up? You're on a cup of Joe and Jimmy. We're going to need you to go ahead and uh, close out the show. <laughs> What's going on? Woo!